the Practical Family Podcast with Jennifer Bryant, encouraging your family to build strong foundations and healthy homes. Hello, fellow mamas, fellow home organizers, or even if you don't feel organized yet, welcome, because this episode is for you. This is episode 73, and I've interviewed Christy Clover. Christy is a joy to be around, to talk to, and you're really going to enjoy this interview. Christy's so funny because she claims to be one of the messiest organizers you'll ever meet. She and her husband have been married for 22 years. They have five children, and they are also a fellow homeschool family. If you homeschool and you've been looking for better ways to keep organized, not just with homeschool, but with life in general, Christy has just released a new book called MOM, Master Organizer of Mayhem, Simple Solutions to Organize Chaos and Bring More Joy into Your Home. Today in the interview, we'll talk about where these concepts originated and how she was able to come up with these very practical and customizable systems. Sometimes I feel like home organization has to be this big all or nothing commitment. Like if I don't find the best ways to organize, then my husband's just going to be like, well, I thought we were doing this. So I'm trying to get on board with you, but now you're doing this and now you're doing this. And I can, I tend to do that guys. I tend to jump around and try different things until I get comfortable. But in the meantime, it feels like I'm changing my mind all the time. I mean, it's like I'm a woman or something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm here looking at my house thinking, oh, I have that to do and that needs to be put away and that needs to be swept. And if I let it, my entire day will go to cleaning my house. Not that I love to clean, but just that I'm so easily distracted by all of the things that are out of place. Not that I'm a perfectionist per se, but when I see that something can be done. I want to use my time to go ahead and do it. But that's where I'm learning. And and maybe you might feel this way too, mama, because there are all kinds of good things out there to do. Like something could always use a little bit more tidying up or dusting or wiping or whatever. But if we spend all of our time on all of those good things, we're going to miss the kind of the deeper important things, you know, sitting with our kid, listening to our teenager talk about their day. If they decide to open their mouth and actually talk about it, or taking care of things for our family that helps them to be more successful. And this is kind of where we're going with this organization episode. This is not all about how to get organized, but Christy talks about being able to look at the chaos, to look at the mayhem of your home and go, okay, what is important to my family. Yes, there are resources out there. Yes, we've collected things for you to look at. Yes, we're going to talk about new strategies. But at the heart of every home, there has to be the heart of it. And often, mom, you are the heart of your home. So as you listen to this interview, just listen for the joy. Listen for the joy in Christy's voice. She is the one of the most joyful people I've ever met. In fact, her podcast is called The Simply Joyful Podcast, so you've got to go subscribe to that one too. Listen in on this fun mom-to-mom interview with Christy Clover, and don't miss the lightning round at the end where I pepper her with questions and make her answer honestly. It's super fun. Well, hey, welcome Christy Clover to the Practical Family Podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. 
Oh, this is so fun. It's, it's, you know what? It's fun to interview other podcasters because you have your own podcast. It's called the That's Simply right. Joyful Podcast. And that is so you. Oh my goodness. Oh, I love it. Well, it's been so much fun to do and put together. And what's funny is that the name of the podcast kind of came from people who were watching me doing live shows. Uh, you know, like I was doing Periscope way back in the day, but we were doing Periscope and Facebook. And so I was trying to come up with a name for it using my tagline, which is simple solutions for more joy filled life. And people were like, how about simply joyful? So it was really fun. Oh, I love that. I love that. All these different ways to, you know, to communicate with other moms. It's, it's fun. It's it, at first it can be intimidating. I'm not going to lie to like put your face <laughs> out there and to not trip over all your words and, you know, I, I felt like I was much better with the in-person where I could like, kind of like read their body language and stuff. But, you know, this has become such a joy to do. And honestly, the more you do it, the easier it gets, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, Christy, your topics that you talk about on your own website, christyclover.com, live simply, be joyful is your thing. And mm -hmm. when I first came across the things that you did, I think I first saw you on um, Instagram. I think it was like an Oh, Instagram. good. Insta video or something. These places you don't think that people are seeing you. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm always curious, I'm like, where did you find me? <laughs> and Which just well, it sounds creepy. But <laughs> it feels creepy. It feels like like a million stalkers are watching you. But like that's yeah. the point, right? But I first saw you talk about. Um, I think it was home. Just organizing your your laundry area or something. And just the oh, way yeah. you were talking about it made me feel so like. This is possible. <laughs> this is okay. Yeah. And then it's okay to not have it done perfectly all the time, right? The most important thing I want to bring up with you is the fact that you have a book coming out soon based on all of your homework organization and a little bit of homeschooling and all of that. Tell us a little bit about this book and how it came to be. I'm like, you mean this book here? <laughs> I'm like, I'm super excited. I'm like, woohoo. Um, so MOM, Master Organizer of Mayhem. So this book has a fun backstory. And in fact, I just released a podcast episode all about it uh, because it's really interesting. So 13 years ago, I was asked to speak at my local mom's group and the leader of the mops group, just, she was like, well, what do you want to speak on? I'm like, I don't know. What do you think I'm, I'm good at? And she was in my house and she said, she's like, well, you talk about home organization. And I'm looking around going, are you sure? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, she's because, you know, I've seen it messy, but then I see it clean. I see it messy. So it, it's really interesting how somehow, even when I was seeing the imperfection, I was seeing what needed to get done. Other people were seeing systems in place. And a big part of that, at the time, I only had two little tiny people, but my husband traveled um, a lot. I was going to say full time, but he traveled quite a bit. So he was out of town a ton. So I, I, what really, what started with me getting organized was I went through this really difficult time. So what my girlfriend was noticing is just all these changes. And so what happened was that I sat down and I really tried to think through like, what are some of the core things that I did that really helped me and what could help other people? So I came up with this top 10 list on how to get organized. And it's this, it's so 13 years ago and it's the same top 10 list that is in the book. Is that amazing? Wow, that so all these years later, I was like, I don't know. Are, do they all, yep, they all apply. They, I mean, I tweaked them a little. The order is, is different, but it, they all still apply. It's so fun. 
Oh, wow. That's beautiful. It's the same stuff. It's the same. It, it doesn't, home life doesn't change that much, does it, over time? It doesn't, but I mean, I did grow our family. We went from two kids at the time to five. So I really had time to really make this work. <laughs> I put it into practice and cried. And <laughs> this is tried and true information, folks. Oh, it is. <laughs> this book uh, by Christy Clover, M-O-M which stands for the Master Organizer of Mayhem. This releases okay. September 3rd, 2019. Um, so very soon after this, uh, this podcast is, is being recorded now, it will be out there. And it, I mean, if you're listening over you know, iTunes or something, the cover is the cutest thing ever. And I was so immediately attracted to the cover because it's, it's Legos. It's like Lego surrounding the MOM and it's beautiful. It's like merchandising genius too, because you know what I thought I had this so thought. Fun. If your publicist people haven't thought of this already, you could stick this book in like the toy aisle at Target. Oh, and it would totally cute. fit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, like it can be in the book section and it can also be like near the Legos or in a right. kiosk or something. <laughs> anyway, that's just my visual. No, hey, I love it. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you've also written a book with Trisha Goyer called Homeschool yes. Basics. And Trisha, if you have been listening to the Practical Family Podcast for, for any length of time, you may have heard Trisha's episode, and she is a homeschool mom of what? How many? Ten. She has ten, ten kids. Yeah, ten kids. She's ten officially, <laughs> her kids, because she has so many, uh, you know, like unofficial family members. It cracks me up. I mean, she has so many people who she's impacted. So when they take family pictures, I'm like, I know who that is. I'm like, they're not a goyer. <laughs> they are. So she's just that person that just welcomes people into her home. Yeah. And she's a, a kind of a lifetime homeschooling mom too, and an author. She's a prolific author. So, so oh women like yeah. this connecting with wonderful women who are dedicated to, to their kids' education and, and homeschooling. And now here you are, Christy Clover, you've created these wonderful systems for like getting your house in order, especially because you also homeschool and there are five of them. And so how has organization allowed you to function better in your own home. Oh my goodness. So I always laugh because people are like, how do you find time to write? And how do you find time to, you know, do different things? I'm like, because I'm organized, but we're not always organized. I have to say right now, well, right now, our, the back half of our house is ripped apart. It's completely <laughs> torn apart and framed and we are going through a major renovation. So it's pretty crazy right now. I got my own mayhem happening in the middle of launching a book about mayhem. What organization does is it really frees you up to focus on what's more important. And so one of the def definitions that I use in the book, it talks about how organization is about increasing the efficiency in your home so you can maximize our time with our family and our other priorities. So that's what it comes down to for me a lot of times is when I am feeling out of control. If I can at least create systems that help me to be more efficient at getting things done, doesn't have to be perfect. There are days when I'm like, and that mess is going to wait, but that's not a mess that bothers me as much as the one over here. So I focus, I just focus on what I can get done. And then, you know, it frees me up. It helps me to feel better about not feeling like I can't do anything with all of the family because I have too much to do in the house and I don't want to be that mom. Mm -hmm. Granted, I've been giggling because I'm like, right now with the book launched, yeah, I am that mom. <laughs> there, 
there's a lot going on, but it, you know, overall, it's just, it's, it's fascinating to see how fast a house can come undone. You know, when you have a lot of kids, you turn around, you come back and you're like, wow, you pulled everything off the shelf. <laughs> and so, you know, that just happens and life happens. So you're kind of, it's a constant thing. It's not like you do it once and you're done. I mean, I think that's what frustrates moms the most is they feel like, okay, I tried to get organized. I was organized and now I'm not. I'm like, goodness, from day one to day two, it can be night and day. So I get it. I really do get it. Mm, exactly. And also too, I, you know, I have moms talk to me about, you know, well, gosh, Jen, how, how do you do that? And I, my answer is very similar to as well, because I, you know, I don't need to have as much stuff as I thought I used to have. That's one of my, my, my personal things, but also they'll always throw out the thing. Well, oh, well, you're so, that's just you. And that's not me. You know, how, how do you respond to, to that? Like, if women are like, have you always been this organized? That just must be your like natural personality or something. <laughs> what do you, and I don't know. How do you answer that? Tell me, please. Yes. No, I like to t say that I am an oxymoron. I am probably the laziest perfectionist you will ever meet. <laughs> I am organized, but I am so messy. I mean, I leave Christie piles. I, I mean, I am horrible at breaking all of my rules. I mean, I kind of wrote the rules for myself, so like Christy focus, but it's, it's true. Like I struggle with it. I am very good at, I, I kind of joke. I'm the queen at like, my brain works like Tetris. I can look at a room and I can look at things and I can quickly in my brain know where everything goes. So I think that does help. And so every, and then I'm always looking for simpler ways to do things or like ways to make things more efficient. So like if I have like, this is a strange, <laughs> this is a, no one else will ever use this example example. So right now our laundry room <laughs> is functioning as our kitchen. And so we have a, you know, a blender on one side and a coffee, you know, my Keurig's on one side and we had a toaster in there. So we have everything on one counter. Well, everybody kept getting trapped behind the door when they're making their toast. So my husband's like, can we move the coffee pot? And at first I was like, but the coffee looks cuter. So like I can make that corner look cute. So that was, that was important to me because I'm all about like function over fabulous, but you can still have fabulous. So I switched them and it is a lot more functional. So again, horrible example because, but it, and yet it's, it's so perfect in that Sometimes you have to be willing to change things to see if you can make it work better. And mm -hmm. so I call that the glean and tweak technique in my book. So I'm constantly trying to learn from other people and then tweak it to make it work for our family. So I'm constantly tweaking in our home to make it work. But yeah, for those for those people who are like, but it must be so easy for you. I'm like, welcome to my life. I have five kids. I've had a husband who's traveled. I mean, it is a lot to manage. And yet by the grace of God, you know, we do. And there are seasons when I've had, especially when I, okay, here's my funny secret. I try to always make sure the house is clean the first time someone comes to my house. That way they know it has potential. <laughs> and I, can be real. Yes. I can be real all the rest of the time. So I'm like, see, I'm just like everybody else, but I can whip it together and make it look awesome. Um, so like when we host things, yeah, the house gets pulled together and it's great. But like at the end of the day, if I'm tired, then maybe I will leave one pile and get to it. But the problem when you leave piles is that they add up. So I do try mm. not. <laughs> yeah. And I love that because I sense that grace within there. That's like, you know what? I'm okay leaving this pile and it's intentional and I'm not going to beat myself up because I didn't get to it. And that's the difference between 
like grace and perfectionism, even in how we function in our home, because it starts in our home. It's not like we got into the world and, and we're, you know, at the mommy play dates and at homeschool co-op, or even if you're still a working mom, you know, you get there and stuff makes sense when you're at the office and it, it just kind of comes together. But when you're at home, it's like, it's chaotic and, oh, I can't even invite anyone to my home because it's chaos because it's kind of like my, my sanctuary. You know, it, instead of looking at it like the place where everything gets dumped at the end of the day, all your baggage, all your emotional baggage or whatever, looking at it like you can have a restful, peaceful place right now yeah. and not get after yourself for not having it Pinterest perfect or something like that. How do you encourage moms to steer away from perfectionism in the way they keep their home? Yeah. Well, I think it's really important. I really, I just say, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. Don't focus on perfectionism. You can't, we don't need to have a crew from HGTV show up at our house that our homes and garden is not coming to do a photo shoot. You know, you need to make your house a place where your family wants to be. You want it to be a place where you can minister to them and to others. And you want it to be a place, like you said, where you have peace. And and so that definition is going to be different for everyone. I have friends who keep a very neat and tidy house all the time. Like I've never seen their house messy. And yet it's because both the husband and the wife thrive in that situation. They both really need it like that. So they both work really hard and that's important to them. Me, I don't need it to be completely perfect on a day-to-day thing. Now, yes, I want it to look nice when we have guests come over, so I might do a little extra picking up, but every person needs to identify you know, what it is that drives them crazy. And that's one of my tips that I give in the book is that when you are feeling overwhelmed and like, I, I will never have a perfect home, I like for people to figure out what it is that drives them craziest in their house. Just pick two things and then ask your spouse if you're married, what are two things that drive you crazy that you'd like to see picked up? And it's amazing because when you're just working on those few things, now you're not cleaning the entire house. You're focusing on those few things, you know, then you feel a little bit better and you can start functioning. But, you know, we're not called to be perfect. I mean, that, I mean, I say that we were called to be perfect like Christ, but our house is not called to be perfect all the time. You know, I'm like, separate. well, I'm like, separate. I'm like, let me, let me separate that. <laughs> you know, be perfect like I am perfect and keep yeah. your house perfect. But yeah, that that's really important for people to understand is that there's grace. And I think as moms, we need to give each other grace because we all get it, right? Like I know mom life is hard. You know, mom life is hard and all of your listeners know that mom life is hard. I mean, you're going to have those few people who have, you know, maybe, maybe they do have a lot of kids. I didn't say one or two kids, but like you could have a lot of kids and maybe they're all just blessedly clean, tidy, and you know, just immaculate in how they take care of things. This is actually my son's room. I can't record in my room because of all the construction happening. It's too noisy, but I mean, look, he, he keeps his room perfect. So I have one that's like really, really, really clean <laughs> and I love it. So that's, why I'm like, I can record in Grant's room. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the stage, son. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> his bed is made. I should like show you guys around, but <laughs> So for people listening, I am behind, I'm sitting in like in front of a bookcase that is perfectly organized. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm like, I did organize it for him and he keeps it that way. So usually it doesn't matter how you do it. They, yeah. they take it apart, but yeah. Yeah. No, and you know, and I'm glad that you brought that up too. Like it depends what each family member needs. You know, mom and the dad generally set the tone. You know, mom probably more than dad, especially if you're at home and you spend most of your time there, but it, it depends what, what, 
you need to bring your stress levels down too. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I've seen some homes that are just, you could maybe call it a version of messy, but it's like beautiful because there's art everywhere. There's a place for the kids to create things. Like it just depends what's important to your family. Now on the other side of things, okay. So if we talk to like the people pleasers and perfectionists right now, I'm going to say, have grace for yourself, right? Yes. (laughs) But if we're talking to women or maybe it's a young um, mom who hasn't figured out her groove yet and is like, I can't, I'm overwhelmed with all, there's so many piles of laundry. There's so, there's always dishes. I can't ever get a handle on it. And I am just awful. I am, I'm an awful Mm. person. I can't do this. You know, how do you give tools and tips to someone who's just like, where in the world do I start? Yeah. Well, and I discuss that in the book a lot because I know that is Mm -hmm. where people come from. They're overwhelmed. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, I mean, when there are times, I mean, especially when we first had to move out of the back part of our house, I mean, we just had to shift everything and we had, you know, completely empty our garage so that we could, you know, fit appliances in there and fit furniture in there. So it was overwhelming and you do, you stop and you look and you're like, I don't even know where to start. So I tell people to start one thing, pick one thing. And that one thing can be what drives you craziest or it can just be one little slice of heaven, like my pantry. Like if I am feeling overwhelmed, I will organize my pantry and just stand in there. I'm like, I'm happy right now. I love my pantry. So if I organize my pantry, that makes me feel better. Sometimes it's like I pick a room that we're in most of the time, like our family room and kitchen tend to be the areas I spend the most of my time really focused on. But that's what you have to do. Pick one thing. And then just, if you're picking, if you're in a room, start in a corner and just clean one corner and start making your way around the room. And suddenly you'll find that if you're just picking one little project, you know, regularly, regularly, then, you know, it really helps. And one of the tips in the back of the book is, is actually called functional and fabulous. And so one of the things that I like to remind people is that when you're cleaning a space, like when you're, you know, organizing it, clean it and make it beautiful. Make it a space that makes you happy because you tend to keep things cleaner when you make it happy. So like, for instance, my son's, you know, my son's bookcase behind us. Um, I put a lot of things I know he really loves and is passionate about on the shelf so he can look at it and enjoy it. So like I come in here and it makes me happy knowing that his room is a reflection of his passions. Um, So there's got a typewriter. He's got a bunch of books. He's a you know, a bookworm. He loves books. So he's got a bunch of books. And so that's what I really encourage people to do. And really to back all of that up is you start when you're going to pick that one thing, pray about it, (laughs) pray about where to start, pray for a vision for your home. Um, and you don't have to do it alone. It sounds funny, but invite the Lord to be a part of organizing your home. Mm -hmm. And you'll be surprised at just how much, number one, inspiration does come from that. Number two, the strength. I mean, we try to do so many things in our own strength and it's crazy. We're not called to to do anything in our own strength. And so even with the little things, we need to remember to draw on the Lord. Amen. Absolutely. Thank you, Christy. That's wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. Now you have some other great resources at christyclover.com, including something that's been catching my eye for a couple months now, the Ultimate Homeschool Organization course. And that looks fabulous. Tell us about that. 
Well, I put together, a, again, going back to those days when I did Periscope, I had done this Periscope, you know, which is just a live stream like Facebook Live. And I was showing people my homeschool um, area and I was showing them some of the systems that I use in my homeschool and people went crazy. And, the, and so I decided to go ahead and make a YouTube video. Well, the YouTube video went crazy and I had all of these questions and comments. And so I decided this is exactly what people want to know about. So I sat down and I created uh, a video and it was funny I shot the videos in well I shot the bulk of them in one day I had a couple I needed to clean up so I shot it one other day and I've since then added like a couple it was just that fast and easy for me to go ahead and explain what it is that we do in our homeschool because it's stuff I had been doing for so long and what's neat is that these are systems that I introduced that aren't just like your normal let's let's get a teacher planner and and things like that this is like how to organize your entire year before you even get started so they're very practical I because I really wanted it to work for our family. I got so tired when we first started homeschooling of doing the Monday morning thing of, okay, what are we going to teach this week? Where is everything? What do I need? Where's that workbook? Oh no, I forgot to get that book from the library. You know, a lot of that was happening. So I kind of backed up and started figuring out how I can tweak things to really get things to work. And so it just, I mean, I was thriving in our homeschool and I loved it. And so when people are like, how do you do that? I'm like, well, this is how I do it. So it, it's really fun. So the the course is broken down. I help people to plan out their homeschool year. I help people to, you know, figure out if there's overlap or you know, so if they're doing too much, we tend to do that as homeschoolers. Ooh, um, yeah. And then help them to figure out a routine for their day as well. And then I go into all of the systems and I throw in a couple little bonus um, things in there as well that are based off of some of the workshops I do at conventions. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So which conventions do you normally speak at to get um, people excited about maybe signing up for one soon? Yeah. Well, they can always go to my site if they're looking to see where I'm speaking, which, right. which does mean that I'm going to have to make sure I update everything on my site too. <laughs> But I, um, I always speak every year at Chia of California, which is Christian Home Educators Association. And that is in Pasadena, California. And it's my, it's my home, my home, it's my very first homeschool convention I ever went to. So it's kind of, it's near and dear to my heart. This last year I got to MC as well as speak there. So it was really fun. And then I have done teach them diligently for several years. And then I also have done some state run homeschooling conventions as well. So I'm going to be in Kansas city in 2020. Very cool. Very cool. Oh, so much fun. I mean, I, I can just tell that you're probably just bursting every time you're up on stage, like with with joy, because that is you, Christy Clover. You are the joy. Definitely high energy. If you're I, looking to wake up, you should come to my work. <laughs> if you can't you, handle morning people, well, I don't know. Just come in. Oh my <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Uh, okay. So last thing that we're going to do on the podcast today, and this is relatively new to the way that I do episodes, but I thought it'd be fun especially with you because you're a high energy. We're going to go through like a favorite things lightning round just to have our listeners get to know you a little bit better. And um, so seven things I'm going to ask you. Some okay. are I will try are to do well. Simple, <laughs> some are fun. Yeah. Okay, so first thing, your favorite dessert. Oh goodness. See, that's not easy. Okay, I would say cookie dough ice cream. Oh, awesome. Your favorite homeschool hack. Ooh, my crate system. I love using a crate system. Awesome. More about that on your website. I know, right? 
go to homeschoolorganization.com for more. <laughs> Yay. Uh, number three, the, your favorite movie that you've seen lately. Ooh, um, what have I seen lately? That's always the question. I don't know. You know, we were just in Seattle. And so it's made me want to go see Sleep, Sleepless in Seattle again, because I do love that movie. So that's what's hitting my head and I can't get past it. Yep. So good enough. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I'll stick Don't with that. Be, Final be. answer. <laughs> uh, number four, the, a favorite book you've read lately. Besides Ooh, my, what's so funny when you write books, you, you literally, you will read your own book like 500 times to the point where I'm like, don't make me read it again. I don't want to read it again. And now it's been several months. So I'm like, I want to read it again. <laughs> oh boy. So the book I'm reading right now is love does by Bob Goff and it's yes. so good. And so I actually stopped and we're doing it as an audible uh, book. And so well, I was, I started, but I'm like, this is too good. So I'm making all the kids listen to it. So I actually have, I, I'm one of those weird people. Yes, I love paper books. I like to be able to take notes, but I find that I don't, I, I'm busier now. And so I don't tend to sit down and read them. So I get both the, I get the audio and I get the physical book. I'm just strange, but I like both because I, if the book is good and I want the information, I have to see it because I'm a visual learner. So if I listen to it, then I know, oh, that chapter has some things I want to go back and look at. Yes, exactly. I am the same way. Honestly, I'm the same way. And I read Love Does and we did the Love Does devotional with the kids too. Oh, it's so sweet. He co-wrote it with his daughter. It's just, I saw that. Oh, the kids loved it. And they remember those stories. They remember, they refer back to it. Oh, great suggestion. Okay. Uh, number five, favorite family time activity. We actually just last night, what we do at the end of summer is we do uh, s'mores. So that's one of my favorites for summer. I kind of, I'm like seasonally, I don't know. I mean, Christmas morning is an awesome tradition, but just family time. We do pizza night and movie nights and that's always kind of fun. I don't know. We have so many. That's hard to pick from. That's uh, great. Wow. Yeah. So we, we have a lot of fun or we try to, right? I'm like, right now I'm like, I feel like I'm not being as fun of a mom. I'm like, it's going to be fun. Give me two weeks to get through the book launch. <laughs> but yeah, it's. We have a lot of fun traditions. Um, so I, I just think it's important to, to incorporate different things throughout the year. Awesome. Love it. Number six, what is your favorite simple date night idea with your husband? Hmm. Well, I mean, we really, we just get out. I'm like getting out of the house. <laughs> simple day, so... Yeah, we have teenagers now so they can babysit, but no, just getting out of the house is with Steve. And what actually, okay, here we go. When we finish dinner, one of our favorite things to do is we go to the beach and we have this one spot that we park and we just watch the sunset and we watch like all the, okay, so I'm a weird person. I love watching the pelicans fish because they just are these huge birds and then they dive down. So I just love that. So we'll just sit and watch, watch the sunset over the ocean. So that's probably one of my favorites. Oh, how fun. And which part, you're in California, yes? Which part? I'm in San Diego. Yeah. Oh, you are down in San Diego. I thought you were in Pismo for some reason. When you said pelicans, I thought, oh yeah, north. No, but San Diego, they do. Diego. We have pelicans oh, yeah. here too. Cool. I'm from like uh, Riverside, San Bernardino area. So. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm cool. Cali girl. Okay, last question. Number seven, your favorite thing to do by yourself. I'll think. Yourself. I like finishing a thought. <laughs> Yeah, but just by myself, sometimes I just like the quiet. No, I mean, I guess, I mean, I admit it in the book that I, I do like a good Hallmark movie. So, mm -hmm. I mean, probably watching a Hallmark movie on my own, 
without getting interrupted constantly just helps me to relax and unwind. But just anytime just I can just sit and there's quiet, it's nice. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Christy, for joining us on the Practical Family yes. Podcast. Listeners, make sure to check out all of Christy's stuff or as much as you can handle because it's all wonderful at christyclover.com and check out her podcast, The Simply Joyful Podcast, where you can get some more of her wonderfully infectious, joyful personality and get to listen to her interview folks too, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, I love mm -hmm. having guests on, so it's been a lot of fun. So great. So thank you again, Christy. Any last words of encouragement for our mamas? Oh, goodness. I just, well, first I want to say thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. But yeah, as far as encouragement for moms, I just want to encourage you to draw on the Lord for strength, like we had mentioned, and to give yourself grace because it is hard. Motherhood is not what we picture. Most of us dream about it as little girls, and it's so much harder than we really realize. And so hang in there, be strong, be in the word, and uh, yeah, draw on the Lord for strength. You've been listening to episode 73 here on the Practical Family Podcast and my interview with author and blogger Christy Clover. Be sure to pick up her book, M.O.M., Master Organizer of Mayhem, Simple Solutions to Organize Chaos and Bring More Joy into Your Home. It's that book with all the colorful Legos on it that needs to be in the toy aisle at Target. <laughs> Catch Christy on her website at christyclover.com. That's Christy with an I, K-R-I-S-T-I, clover, like the clover. Thanks again for listening to the Practical Family Podcast. I'm Jennifer Bryant, and my hope and prayer is that as you listen to these podcast episodes, that you take at least one thing, just one thing. If you don't remember anything else, what is the one thing that's being laid on your heart today? to start doing or to stop doing. Either way, we moms are here for each other to help, to support, and encourage. And I'm so blessed that you have chosen the Practical Family Podcast to fill some of that need for yourself. If you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you know when the next one is coming out. And make sure to check us out at practicalfamily.org where we are helping you to build a strong foundation and a healthy home.